0: Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 138 of the Girl Means Business podcast. Today, we're diving into a topic that is a love-hate relationship for a lot of us out there. We're talking all about TikTok. Now, if you follow me on Instagram or have listened to the podcast, you know that I write hard for Instagram Reels. I am obsessed with Instagram Reels. I love them. I love creating them and consuming them. And TikTok is kind of like the parent of all of these other short form video. Now, YouTube has YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels. Everybody is coming out with short form video and TikTok was the OG that started it all. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, I can't stand TikTok. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Why is this a thing? And if that's you and you're thinking those thoughts, then I really encourage you to listen to this episode. I'm not saying that you need to be getting on TikTok and start creating videos But I think it will help you to understand the appeal a little bit more. For some of you, you may be thinking, I love TikTok for consuming the content. I know I've been sucked into many a rabbit hole going down TikTok video lane where I am just consuming for longer than I probably should, but it is so entertaining. There have been times where I'm sitting on the couch, like crying, laughing, I'm dying over a TikTok video or an Instagram Reel. And the power that these short form videos have is really incredible. So, from a business standpoint, I definitely think it's worth giving it a listen and trying to understand where video can fit into your marketing strategy. Because I'm being completely honest, video is here to stay. When you think about social media and you look at just over time how it has evolved, it started with written content. You had Facebook and you had Twitter, where we were writing out these random thoughts that we would have throughout the day. I had pizza for dinner last night. I had a great day at work. Or just tweeting out your ideas, your thoughts, writing out poetry, writing out things that you want to say but felt uncomfortable saying in person. That's where social media started. And then the graphics, the images, Instagram came along, which was a photo sharing app. And now we were not only talking about what we had for dinner, we were sharing what we had for dinner. We were not only talking about the vacation we took, we were sharing photos of the vacation that we took. And we went from, it wasn't enough just to say it and to write it, we had to then show it. And now we've moved into the phase where video content and the power that video has for connecting people It's a lot like the audio apps that we see coming out as well. Clubhouse, Green Room, Mentor. These are all wisdom. These are all apps that are audio based and they are super powerful for connecting people. And video is right there with it. So this is the evolution of social media. This is the evolution of marketing your business in a way that allows people to feel really connected to you. And we get into all of this in the conversation I had today with my guest, Rebecca Simon. But I'm just giving you a little kind of pre my thoughts on the evolution of social media and why video is so powerful. And I think that when you look at this trend of wanting to show authenticity, wanting to show who you are as a brand, you know, we went from it being okay to buy from a logo to now we want to buy from a person but not just a person that we see a great headshot photo of. We want to buy from a person that we feel like we connect with, that we feel like we relate to. And you can only relate to somebody so much when it is just their writing or when it is just their photo. You know, I think about, I'm an avid reader. I love to read. It's kind of my escape from work and life and kids and all the things. And when I'm reading a book, it is a person's thoughts and ideas put into word, black words on a white page, and they're wonderful and they're amazing and they transfer you to a different place. But when I see the author's face and I know a little bit about the author's story, I'm even more connected to that book. But then if I go even further and maybe I listen to that author speak, you know, Brene Brown's a perfect example. I love her books. I will... I know what she looks like. I know her story. But when I listen to her speak, when I listen to her podcast, when I see her on stage, it's a whole new level of, of attraction that I have to her. I now feel connected to her in a whole different way. And that is what these short form video platforms are doing. It may seem like people are just dancing on a screen or singing and pointing or lip syncing or whatever, but there's something so much more powerful that's happening there that can really help you to grow your business, to grow your brand, and to create a community of people who feel truly, truly connected to you. And so if you are on the fence, or maybe you've been one of the ones who kind of rolls your eyes at the idea of TikTok and Reels, I want to encourage you to listen to this episode all the way through because Rebecca has some really great insights. We have a really wonderful conversation around the idea of TikTok and Reels and video content and why this can be a great thing going forward in our businesses and in our lives. So a little bit about Rebecca. Rebecca Simon, she's a virtual service provider coach and the founder of the Success Society which is helping hundreds of women to build, launch, and scale their online service-based businesses. So she leads and teaches virtual assistants and online business managers through one-on-one and group co- group coaching programs. However, that's not what we're talking about today. That is her job, but I wanted to really dive into her story because she has found great success using video and especially on TikTok. And so I thought she'd be a great expert to talk to us today all about how using a platform like TikTok or Instagram Reels has helped to launch her business, has helped her to scale her business, and has helped her to find a community of people who are excited to hear from her, learn from her, and work with her. So let's get to my conversation with Rebecca Simon. Hey guys, I'm here with Rebecca Simon, and I'm so excited to chat today all about TikTok. Rebecca, welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm so well.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm super excited to chat with you today. But before we dive into all of the greatness that is TikTok, let's hear a little bit
1: about who you are, what you do, and a little bit of your journey to get to where you are. Yeah. So I started my business in 2019. And my background. So I come from um, the corporate world. I was in HR, and I was working my way up, the climbing the corporate ladder. Um, I was a director of human resources for um, large companies, and I was actually one of those people that didn't really mind my job. I loved human resources. I loved. Uh, I loved my job. I wasn't necessarily looking to leave. Um, I was one of those people that liked nine to five or, well, I thought I liked nine to five and I was looking for a way to make extra money online. And at the time I was doing a ton of babysitting and lots of nannying and there got to be a point where I really just didn't want to watch other people's kids anymore. (laughs) I wanted to do (laughs) something else, um, but I wasn't really sure what. So I Googled you know, how to make money online um, and I came across the world of virtual assisting and my eyes just completely opened to this whole new world. Um, I was slowly working as a virtual assistant just as a side hustle type of thing while I was working at my nine to five. And as I was working my virtual assistant business, I realized that this was so cool. Like I had so much opportunity to be in control of how much money I make, um, who I work with, how much work I take on. And as I was working more and more in my virtual assistant business, I was focusing less and less on my nine to five. Um, and I realized this is something that I want to pursue. This is something that I want to see where it goes. Um, and especially... And I think the thing for, oh, and, um, I forgot where I was going with that. And <laughs> don't judge me. Um, it happens. No worries. Okay, good. okay. Um, but as I was working in my virtual assistant business, um, I really realized that I have so many skills that I could apply from my nine to five and from my corporate job and take them and use them and really use them to my advantage in my virtual assisting business. So I learned how to take all of my HR skills, all of the skills that I learned in that corporate setting. And I really used them to uh, accelerate my virtual assistant business to the point where I was able to transition into an online business manager role. And I was able to leave my nine to five. And now I am doubling what I was making at my corporate job. Awesome. So yeah, definitely a, a journey, but um, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. So really quickly
0: for anyone listening, that's not sure, explain very briefly the difference between a virtual assistant and an OBM. Cause I think people hear those terms and they can sometimes get mixed up, but what is the difference between a virtual assistant, a VA and an online business manager and OBM?
1: Yeah, so a virtual assistant, the way I like to explain the difference between a virtual assistant and an online business manager is is that a virtual assistant is someone who is the doer, someone that gets that to-do list done, someone that really likes to just knock those little tasks out, someone that will really give you your time back in a business, whereas an OBM is more of a strategic partner in a business. So an OBM will make sure that the VAs are on track and they have direction and they know what to do and they'll make sure um, launches or other daily operations are going smoothly. They're more of a strategic role. They're they're more of the um, depending on they're more of the COO or the DOO in a business. Whereas a virtual assistant is someone who. A virtual assistant is someone that um, is more of a doer, and a lot of the times a VA will report to an OBM. Gotcha. Yeah, I was thinking as you were saying
0: that kind of in my head, I was like, that's the visual I get is sort of this chain of command where the ultimate goal is that you're at the top. You have designated like OBMs or you know manager director types who are managing the VAs doing different things, different tasks, whatever their area of expertise is. So. I just I know that's not really related to what we're talking about today, but it's a question I get I hear a lot of people like what's the difference? I don't understand. Do I need a VA? Do I need an OBM? I always say kind of start with the VA and then work your way up to having an OBM that manages the VA as well. Um, yeah, okay, so you started your business in 2019, so not that long ago. And I know that you've had some major success on TikTok, which is what we want to talk about today. So tell me a little bit about, was that a strategy you were using when you got on TikTok? Or was it just, I have TikTok and I want to, you know, maybe let's start posting videos and see what
1: happens. How did that come about? So uh, um, TikTok really was not, well, for me, it started as just a way, and I think for most people, it started as a way to... um, keep themselves busy during quarantine. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I had downloaded the app and I had zero intention of posting of, um, it was more of just a way to pass the time. (laughs) And I was like, Hey, you know what? Like I am going to post about my day to day as a VA, as an OBM. Um, and a lot of the A lot of the engagement that I got back was, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that being a VA was even possible. Like, what even is an OBM? What is a virtual service provider? Like, what do you mean? I have skills that I can offer online. Um, And I was realizing that that was a large majority of my audience was really curious about how they could start their online businesses. Um, So I continued to post and engage and I grew this audience of VAs and OBMs and people that wanted to start their online businesses but just didn't know where to start. And um, my visibility grew. I, I gained momentum. I, it's so funny because, like, if you talk to anyone in 2019 or before I started my business, if I would ever be posting on TikTok in my entire life, they would have said, Oh my gosh, you're crazy. Rebecca would never be posting on TikTok. Uh, but now I post every day consistently, um, and that's where I feel most comfortable. That's my platform of choice, and uh, that's where my where my audience is, and where my where I built my community. That's amazing. Yeah, I was the same way. I when I first heard it, but I just posted a
0: reel the other day because Instagram Reels is my version of TikTok. That's that's where I feel comfortable. That's my safe space and happy place. But TikTok is something that I've started utilizing, and I'll I'll kind of share in a minute about. You know, my journey with TikTok. But yeah, like when, if you had told me a year ago, two years ago, that I'd be using TikTok for my business, I'd be posting videos on there. I would have been like, yeah, I know. Cause I remember when it came out and it was kind of this, you know, trendy thing. And my friends and I all talking about it and being like, oh, you're on TikTok. You must be, you know, you're trying to be so hip and cool. And, then to go on and be like, oh, no, this can actually be a really powerful tool for a business. It's, you know, because people think have this perception of TikTok of as all of these dancing videos and people being stupid yeah. or silly or making, you know, memes of things. But really, like, it can be a really great tool for your business. And I know for me, for the long time, like I said, I lean more towards Instagram Reels because Instagram is my platform of choice and it's where I feel comfortable but I started thinking, hey, I can be utilizing these same videos I'm using for Instagram Reels on TikTok. So I started kind of pulling them over and, and posting from Instagram to TikTok and vice versa. And I, I've had a couple of real or TikToks that have had like one of them has almost two hundred thousand views, and wow. it's like. The most random, it was when I was like, oh, I haven't posted on TikTok in a while. Oh, I'll put this one over there. And it randomly gets 200,000 views. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) So it definitely has power and potential. And so I'm curious, um, why TikTok for you versus, like you said, like Instagram reels or even like a YouTube channel or stories or whatever, what made TikTok appealing to you?
1: Stay with us. We'll be
0: right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do.
1: I think a few things. I think it's also first really funny just to note that all of the reels that I post never do well on TikTok. And then all of the TikToks I post never do well on reels. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely a different, I think a different audience, but it's also
0: like, it's so hard to explain, but there's something about Instagram versus TikTok, different things performed. Like that one that I had 200,000 views on, on TikTok, it's only had like 300 views on Instagram. So yeah, it's, they're almost like, siblings who are totally different personality types.
1: Oh yeah. And I think too, that has a lot to do with my audience in particular. Like my audience are people that didn't even know that being a virtual assistant or an online business manager is even a possibility or even a thing. And I think TikTok has, I think TikTok's audience has a lot of people who are stuck in their nine to fives or stuck in this corporate job. Um, Whereas Instagram, I think that at least for me, my audience on Instagram is more of the established VA or the established OBM looking to scale versus TikTok. My audience is more of um, brand new to the online space, didn't even know that it was possible for them. So really two different audiences for me. For me personally, I find that TikTok is way less intimidating and <laughs> way easier <laughs> to post than Instagram. Um, I feel like the community of TikTok uh, is a lot less, not like judgmental. It, it's just a whole lot easier for me to put myself out there. And I think it was a good starting platform for me as I transitioned into coaching um, because I felt like that community was a little bit less... Um, Judge you know, on Instagram, everyone wants you to have a cohesive feed and everyone wants you to have correct hashtags and have such a great strategy. Whereas TikTok, I just started posting content and then I learned the strategy after. So I think it was a good starting point for me, especially transitioning into helping people to start at a platform that might be a little less intimidating and then transition into Instagram and um, post my videos and different content onto Instagram, but my audience is different. So the the content that I post on Instagram is definitely different than the content that I've posted or do post on TikTok. Well, that's such a good point because it is really
0: true that, and I preach this all the time on here and on my platforms everything, is that it's all about knowing where your audience is. Because like you said, if you were trying to help a VA scale their business, then Instagram might be the place for you. But you're trying to reach the ones who are brand new into this, who are still trying to figure out what it is and how to get into that world. So yeah, TikTok's going to be the right audience for you. And if you were trying to build the business you have now on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or wherever, it probably wouldn't have been as successful as it has been on TikTok. So knowing your audience well enough to know this is the platform that they're on. So like anyone listening to this can say, okay, well, my audience you know, maybe they are on Facebook. Maybe that's, you know, where I need to create a Facebook community and a Facebook group, or, you know, maybe my audience could be on TikTok. I don't know. I I know some high school senior photographers who they post a lot on TikTok because they know that's where their audience is at. That's where those high school kids are paying attention to things. So definitely knowing your audience. And then I love what you said too about the content you share Yeah, it's going to be different, again, for those different audiences. The same things I post on Instagram, I don't put on Facebook because it's a very different audience. And the way that you communicate on each platform is so different, too. So I'm curious, you said you kind of jumped in and then you figured it out as you went and created a strategy later. So what type of content are you putting out on TikTok? What is sort of your strategy now when it comes to creating the videos, the content for TikTok?
1: Yeah, so for TikTok, TikTok is a very interesting platform when you're thinking about Instagram and other social media platforms out there because TikTok wants you to follow trends. So they want you to take whatever is trending and put your own spin onto things and make it your own and apply it into your own niche. So you can have a sound and it can apply to a whole bunch of different niches. It can apply to someone in the photography space, someone in the wedding industry, someone um, that's thinking about their being a virtual assistant. So with TikTok, it's all about taking uh, the trending sounds is well my first main strategy is taking the trending sounds and making them your own and being creative with it. One thing that I will do is I will close my eyes And I will just scroll on TikTok and I'll listen to the sounds and I'll see if any ideas come up for me or I'll think, how can I use these sounds in my own TikTok? Uh, So I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm copying or um, I'm taking someone else's ideas, but it really is all about taking those trending sounds and then making it your own and applying them into your own niche.
0: Well, I like the idea of the like closing your eyes and just listening to the sound because I will say there was one Trending sound recently that I remember scrolling through, and I clicked on it. This was on Instagram, but I clicked on the sound, and you know, I go through the different who. Okay, what have other people have done to you know make sure? And it was like twenty in a row were the exact same, the same location. They were all sitting in their car. They were all had the same kind of text across the front. They were all and it was like, okay, people. Let's. Let, I mean, I'm all for using the trending sounds but let's put a little creativity behind it. (laughs) Let's put our own little twist to it. So yeah, I like the idea that scrolling without really like watching the video necessarily, but just listening for the sounds that work for you. And then do you save the ones that you feel like will apply and then go back through and use that when you're creating?
1: Yes, I do. I will save them as sounds and then I will go back and then I'll have to make notes in my phone. Once I have an idea I have to write it down. I'm that type of person. <laughs> I yep. have to write it down. I'll make a note and I'll say, this is my idea for that. Um, and then when I do batch content, I have a whole list of ideas and I'm not just like staring at the wall, trying to think, <laughs> trying to come up with something creative. And then yes. that's when I, when I don't do that and when I don't have the list and when I don't think, um, or when I don't, you know, do that strategy of closing my eyes, that's when I find myself going to similar videos, creating similar videos and those videos never do as well because I'm not showing who I am and who, what, like what my brand is, or I'm really just trying to like, and those videos don't do as well. Yeah.
0: Now I think that's true across the board. I mean, anytime you try to be a knockoff version of somebody else, It never works. So I'm always for like, let's, let's take it and let's put our spin on it. And that is one thing I have, like I mentioned before, I've kind of struggled with because TikTok requires you or not required, but it relies on, you said, like using those trends, me being the type of person that's like, no, but I need to be different than everybody. (laughs) It's a little hard to say, okay, everybody's using the same sound because when you're scrolling through, you're kind of like that song again, that song again, you know? Um, in fact, I just recorded a video today where it's like the the songs you hear in your head throughout the day. And it's all like the trending songs on social media. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like it's the theme song of my day. But that is part of how you get discovered and found is because people do go to those trending sounds and they want to see what everybody else is doing. And they're going to find you and they're going to look at the rest of your videos and so on and so forth. OK, so you mentioned the like using the trending sounds. Scrolling through without really looking at the content more at the, the sounds. How like what's another like what else have you done? What's another strategy that you have?
1: Yeah. Um, so another thing that works really, really well as you're building your audience and gaining momentum is doing series. So, and by series, I mean creating different parts. So your audience comes back to the second part or the third part. Um, so a week from now, they'll go back and they'll want they'll they'll see the fourth part um, to keep them coming back and to keep them wanting more. So you can do, for example, I did a series on VA myths myths about becoming a virtual assistant, and I did multiple parts. So that way, my audience is like, "Hey, this is a series; I need to come back for more." Or if you um, do multiple parts, it keeps them engaged. It gets it keeps them from, it keeps them to come back to your page and keeps them engaged. Yeah,
0: I know. I've followed a couple people just because I'm like, oh, I want to see like what else they're doing. Like there's one girl that does like Canva tips, like how to like different yeah. things, ways to use the Canva site. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need to follow her because she's got a ton of great things. I want to keep coming back for more of those. So that's a really great tip. And you mentioned like, so you batch create your content. I do as well. So talk a little bit about your process for creating. You mentioned you save the audio, but what is your process for creating content and getting it ready to post onto TikTok?
1: Yeah, so I will create the video. I will film all of my videos within a certain period of time. And then I film everything within the TikTok app because that's where I feel most comfortable editing videos and creating content. So I will film Everything, I will make my video perfect, ready to go, and then I will save it to my drafts. I think actually last week, TikTok released a feature where you can schedule videos, which I haven't had a chance to check out yet. Oh, nice. this will be huge. Yeah, it'll yes. be very, very cool. Um, but I will create the video, add any text, and then I will save it to my draft, and then I will post my videos throughout the week. Do you post daily or do you have like a schedule you follow? I try and post at least once a day. That is yeah. my minimum of at minimum. I, TikTok really, really likes you to post consistently multiple times a day if possible. I mean, the algorithm is always changing, so it could be different from when you guys are listening to this, but <laughs> <laughs> um, usually or for, for historically TikTok likes when you can post either multiple times a day or at least once per day. Um so not you know, think you still want to keep in mind quality of content um, because it, your quality still has to be there. Like you can't let go of quality just to post more, but um, you know, it is a little bit easier because you don't really have to come up with a caption. You can kind of just create your video and then save it to the drafts.
0: Yeah. That's one of the things that I've noticed like that some people either you love or you hate is that with Instagram versus TikTok is TikTok, you are posting just videos. So you don't have to fill or go in and post like carousels and static posts and all those kinds of things. It's just a video or a couple of videos a day. Although for somebody who's struggling with video or is uncomfortable, that could be really intimidating. So when you were first posting onto TikTok, was video something you were already kind of comfortable with? Did you have to find your, your footing there? Like, how did you get up the courage? And that's a big thing. A lot of people listening might have this idea of like, I could never put myself on camera. I I don't want to dance. I don't want to point. I don't want to do all those silly things that people are doing. But like video is becoming the thing you have to have in your business these days. If you want to get seen, if you want to get noticed, if you want to get, you know, build your following, build your audience. So how did you get comfortable going into that?
1: Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, photographers. Are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one size fits all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a -a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion, supporting each other, and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet.
1: I started small. I didn't start by putting myself out there and doing all of the pointing videos right off the gate. I started small and I tell people start small. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do videos that are more behind the scenes of what it might be like to work with you or, um, what a day in the life looks like for you. You don't have to start off by showing your face or, you know, putting it all out there for the world to see. Start small. Start just getting in the habit of posting consistently. And then as you're gaining the skills on how to edit videos and how to save to drafts and how to create content, as you get more and more confident creating videos, your confidence will increase in the ability to show up online and show your face more because you're getting confident in the ability to create content, which for me translated into, Hey, like this is not as easy or this is not as hard as it seems like, gosh, I'm getting really good at creating content. I'm getting really good at creating TikTok videos. And then it gave me the confidence to be like, okay, now I'm going to do one where I point, And now I'm going to do one where I do multiple effects. So as you Get confident with your ability to create content. It gets so much easier to <laughs> to yes. show up and do the trends and stuff like that.
0: Yes, this is where I say that saying of the more you do it, the easier it gets, really is true. And I love these are the confidence piece because I the very first reel I ever created or video I created and put out there, and I put it on TikTok as well. But it was. It was just like I think a business coach friend of mine was like, you need to do this. Just do one and see what happens. And I did like a little funny, like what I thought working from home with kids would be like versus what it really is. And it got so many views. And it was like the dumbest little video. And then I was like, oh, okay. That's not. And I wasn't even really showing my face. I was kind of further back. I wasn't really in, like up it, like talking to the camera. And if you go through all of my videos, you'll start to see this shift of like when I started getting more and more confident and now to the point where like I can record a dozen reels probably or videos within an hour because I just don't worry anymore about okay did that one look silly oh was I making a weird face oh did I do this or did you know like I just record it and put it out there and I know that like it's more about the content it's more about what value am I giving versus how do I look in the video and there's If you told me even six months ago that that's how I'd feel about video, I would have laughed at you because I would have been like, no, I hate being on video. I absolutely hate it. And this is from someone who is a photographer. So I'm behind the camera 90% of the time. I don't want to be in front of it. But now on a daily basis, my face is all over my feeds and on TikTok and Instagram and all the things because that confidence piece was there. And I think that's something that people don't realize is that you're not going to start your first video having that confidence. You have to earn it. You have to build it by continually putting your content out there and putting yourself out there. It's baby steps, like you said.
1: Oh, yeah. It's 100% baby steps. And I really enjoy TikTok too because of the community piece. Everyone I feel like is so encouraging, so um, supportive. You really do build an audience of people that want you to do well and want to be um, a part of what you're creating. So um, you really, really build that audience and you get to know your followers too, which is something that's really cool on TikTok.
0: Nice. So do you have any other sort of like breast like best practices or things that you think that people, if you're gonna if you're leaning towards TikTok and this is where you want to build your business or you're already there kind of playing around with it, what are some things that you need to kind of know about TikTok that makes it either different from other platforms or like things you should or shouldn't be doing with that particular platform?
1: Um, I really think another really great hack or tool or something to keep in mind is that followers will see your comments on other people's videos and it'll show up at the top. So if you're one of those people that's just scrolling through TikTok on their time off and just aimlessly scrolling and you find a video that you like, and it doesn't even have to be about right business. It could be about anything Um, Don't be afraid to comment because your followers, when they look at the comments, they'll see your comment at the top. So it's a really good way for you to engage with your followers and for your followers to see your personality and to really see who you are and get to know you on that extra personal level. So don't be afraid to comment on videos, whether they be like completely dumb or, you know, it has nothing to do with business. Um, or videos that you really enjoy because your followers will get to know you just by looking at your comments too, as well. Nice. I didn't know that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So might as well use that time that you're scrolling through TikTok yeah. to your advantage, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, um, and then what other strategies? I just want to make sure that I get everything for you. Yeah. Um Another thing also, another really, really great strategy, again, baby steps, right? (laughs) But going live, Mm -hmm. going live right after you post a video, historically, the TikTok algorithm will push your videos to the For You page. So going live uh, right after you've posted a video or right after um, you've had post go viral will help your profile get to more people. So going live, I know it sounds scary again, Um, going live and having a topic, preparing a topic, and then going live right after you post will get your posts and all of your previous viral posts out to even more people. So that's that's a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, those I think are my main big ones as far as TikTok and just stay consistent. And, you know, it takes time to break like consistency is key. (laughs) It takes time to get momentum. It takes time to build your audience, just like with anything. Don't get discouraged. Start with baby steps and then just stay consistent and be yourself. Don't be afraid to really show who you are and show um, your brand and your personality and just Really have fun with it. Yeah. I love, thank you. Those are great tips. Some of the, a lot of things I didn't
0: even know. Um, and definitely the the going live thing, like you said, the baby steps, like don't feel like you have to jump in day one and go live. This is all like, if you're brand new to TikTok or you have never even like downloaded the app before, but you think you want to try it, just take it baby steps. Nobody jumps into it a hundred percent ready to go on everything. Learn the app, learn the editing tools, all of those things. Um, So you said you do most of your editing or all your editing. into? do you use any third-party apps for editing as well? Or is it all within the TikTok app? TikTok, I can't say it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: um, I use, uh, so where I feel confident is in the TikTok app. I've tried to use third-party tools and I just don't feel my, like I've found what works best for me is creating and, um, doing the whole process in the TikTok app. Yeah, um, sometimes what I will do is I do repurpose some content, too, which you know all of you guys, it, it is two different audiences, but I do definitely repurpose some of the content. Um I do remove the watermark and then I will post it to Instagram reels because um it has been uh, supposedly said that if you remove the watermark, um it'll get pushed to more people on Instagram.
0: Yeah. I know some people do that and some people don't, they don't care. They're just like, it's whatever. (laughs) But I've also heard now, like you can publish or you can share your TikToks and your reels to Pinterest. So I don't know if that's something, have you done that at all?
1: I just started doing that. Um, I haven't been doing it enough to see if it's been working for me or if I've been getting any traction. Um, But It's something also easily you can do is repurposing your TikToks and then putting them onto Pinterest. It's just another way to drive traffic to either your website or back to your Pinterest, back to your TikTok page. So there's a lot that you can do with Pinterest too, as well. Yeah, so many ways to repurpose. I've even seen some people take like their TikToks
0: or their reels and they'll like kind of embed them into a blog post about whatever the topic is. You know, they'll create content that repurposing thing, like using one piece of content and using it in four or five different ways. And that way, if somebody comes across it on their blog, they, they go to their TikTok. If they see it on TikTok, they ignore the blog, vice versa. But um, yeah, so many great ways. So what would you say? Uh, last question, that we'll wrap up. What would you say to somebody who is like brand new, doesn't really have a clue, but they're like, I really want to do this on TikTok. I feel like it's a great, it's where my audience is. It's what I feel like is the next thing for me, but I don't know where to start. What advice would you give to them?
1: I would tell them is, I would tell them just, I know this is going to sound crazy, but just start, just start yeah. with something, something. It doesn't have to be anything with you shaking your butt, you know, dance into a trend. Just start with something. Start by, even if it's just the engaging piece, 10, 15 minutes a day, engage with other TikTok creators. Um, brainstorm what types of content that you think your ideal audience or your ideal client would want to see. Um, and take the time to just write a strategy. Sometimes when you have strategy, it helps you with getting started and it helps you with taking those first steps. Um, so download the TikTok app, brainstorm, maybe think of some ideas to start with maybe a series or ways, um, that You know, maybe an introduction post, something along those lines to get you started Um, and go from there. Don't be afraid to have fun with it. Use it as a tool to build your business, but then to also have fun, you know, like (laughs) don't be afraid to show who you are and um, you'll see the results from TikTok. If you stay consistent, if you show, if you're your true authentic self. Um, you will see results, whether it's leading them into an opt-in page or whether it's leading them in to your blog or it's, you want to drive traffic to your website, whatever that looks like, whatever that goal is, um, whatever you, well, I guess I should start by saying like, think about what your goal is for using TikTok. Think about what your goal is for using TikTok and think about how you can use TikTok to help you get to those goals. So if it's leading people into a lead magnet, thinking about what types of content relates to that lead magnet, or if it's driving people to your website, um, start small, have fun with it and go from there. Yeah, that's so smart.
0: I love that. Start with the end goal in mind. Because yeah, I think a lot of people do kind of what you did. And what I know I did is I jumped in, I just kind of learned how to swim as I was in the water and so starting off with what is my purpose for being here what do I really want to get out of this and then kind of working backwards is a great great tip I love that um yeah and just getting out there and and going for it even with the engaging piece I think is so important too. like just learning the app and learning how to like watching what other people are doing saving them if you you save a video if you really like it so you can come back to it those are all really, really great tips. So thank you so much for sharing with us. This has been super, super helpful. I know I want to learn more about TikTok, and utilize it more for my business. So this has been really helpful for me. Um, And then anybody who is learning how to kind of get into the world of video and content creation for these types of platforms, because I really feel like this is where marketing and business is going, because this is what people are consuming right now. You know, so you got to kind of stick with what's going on in the trends right now. Out, not just the TikTok trends, but the ones in marketing and business in general.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. And I mean, the video trends are only going up from here. I think even Instagram just announced that they're no longer a photo sharing app. They're a video platform. So video yeah. is definitely the direction that most um, companies and well, video is definitely the direction that I see marketing going to as well. So. It's super important. Start now and like, you know, get confident, get confident with your skills. And, yep. um, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, this has been so great. Well, thank you so much. So tell people where they can find you, um, and let us know of anything you have going on in your business that people might be interested in.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me. So you can find me at workwithbecca.com. My Instagram handle is also becca. Um, And if any of you guys want to check me out on TikTok, my handle is virtual assistant coach. Um, And I do have lots of different ways that you can work with me if anyone is interested. I have a membership for new entrepreneurs to give them the skills and confidence they need to start their online business. And then I also have a free matchmaking program. So if anyone listening out, if anyone out there is listening and needs a VA or a virtual service provider, I offer a free matchmaking service to match you to a VA. That's amazing. Yeah. So definitely check out my um, website and fill out the application and I'll match you to someone amazing. That's so cool. That's what a neat idea.
0: I love that. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for being here today, for sharing your expertise. I'll have all of those links down in the show notes for anybody that wants to go grab those. And um, yeah, I'll definitely be following along with your journey over on TikTok. Make sure you go follow her TikTok page and keep up and see all the amazing things that she's doing. So thank you so much. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Business. Send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories tagging at Girl Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week. Same time, same place.